This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you, where we explain why Everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is dead wrong, and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. And of course, I'm joined by my lovely sidekick, Ramon. How are you, Ramon? Thank you for uh, elevating me to sidekick. Before, Mm -hmm. I was just a simple button pusher. No, you've always been the sidekick. Thank you. Yeah. Even before uh, I had a podcast, you were the sidekick. I am your young ward. Wasn't it Jack Nicholson, remember, in The Shining? And he said, uh, I've always been (laughs) that creepy guy. (laughs) Perhaps the boy needs to be corrected. Yeah, that's a creepy movie. So, hey, we're supposed to talk about, uh, what is it we talk about here? Real, real, real estate sales. That's right. So, uh, but first, let's do the headlines of the day. Mm-hmm. You. Now, Ramon, you know me. I love the infotainment. I never tire of these studies that you read about. Right? Oh, you're always on the old I'm on interwebs. top of it. I'm yep. on the cutting edge of these studies. So a study found that women are attracted to men who talk less. Do you think they got that backwards or – Notice <laughs> are, I'm not saying anything. Are women out there hitting on mimes – Guys, or I don't think so. Marcel Marceau. Had That's right, the lovely Marcel Marceau. Remember, he was trapped in that little box, but he was always trying. He never to... got out. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Of... Don't we need a? Uh... Oh yeah, we got to do the old. Uh... Yeah, I, I miss it if we don't have the uh, the end. There it as is. We call it. Okay. Well, I want to just talk today about some different things. So you know, my I I tell stories about my mentor and friend and. Uh, the guy who literally saved my life taught me sales, Floyd Wickman, and he uh, he was telling me a story about how he uh, so he had you know by the, when I was introduced to him he was uh, the owner and creator of a company a um, sales training program called Sweat Hogs, which I took turned me around. I had been a miserable failure for five years in real estate. Took that, turned it all around. Amazing success after that. Everything he said to do worked. No one else had told me to do any of that stuff. And uh, so it was like, holy cow, overnight success. But I you know, talked to him. I said, how did you learn yourself how to sell? And he had gone to this thing back in, I believe it was 1967. He gets into real estate. I think the average house probably sold for about six or eight thousand dollars back in those days, and um, so he he is a miserable failure for I think about about a whole year, and then uh, he you know does what any sane agent would do uh, or insane. He says, "Oh, it's not it's not my fault. It's my broker's fault." So he changes companies. So the, he goes to work for this new broker, and the new broker says to him, "Floyd, you're going to be a top producing agent." And um, so he he sends him to this thing called STI, which is Sales Training Institute. I don't even know if that exists anymore. I think it doesn't. But uh, 
it was not about real estate. It was just about sales. So Floyd takes this program, and I believe it cost eleven $1, hundred dollars in 1967. Now you could buy a uh, 1967 car for eleven $1, hundred dollars. It wouldn't be a very good one. But I think like a Volkswagen Bug probably didn't even cost eleven $1, hundred dollars back then. So it was that was a lot of money. So he comes out of that and then does you know like. 90 transactions in the next year. It just turned him around. So um, what Fearless Agent is all about is that. It's about transformational change. We want you to, uh, no matter where you are in your real estate career, maybe you're brand new and you want to do you know, 40 listings or 40 transactions in your very first year. And many, many, many Fearless Agents do that as a brand new licensee. Maybe you want to uh, restart your real estate career because you kind of got off track. You know, that's a common story I hear. Oh, I, I used to do okay and now I got off track. Get you back on track. Maybe you're already doing 40 a year, uh, but you're doing that at a lower commission. And if you just were able to raise your commission, you'd make more money. You wouldn't even have to do more. And you never get a day off. We can make sure you get weekends off with no phone calls, no emails, no texting or anything like that. So, um, And you do that by having the right skills and the right schedule and the right system. So you hear us talking about that here on the show all the time. So I'm going to just give you a new plan that you can go by. So I would have everybody take out, take some notes. Here we go. So think of your business as having three parts to it. So there's the sales department, there's the marketing department, and then there's the operations department. So uh, if you're – then it's like a real business. Now, I'm no one's going to tell you I'm the world's greatest businessman. I don't teach how to be a great business person. That's not really my thing. I think I'm not very great. Um, but the sales thing – I had figured out – I had it figured out how not to blow lots of money on marketing that doesn't work. I do the opposite in this business, so you <laughs> I blow money on marketing and none of it works. So, But that's beside the point. You don't blow any money on me, that's for sure. I certainly am getting uh, a little less than my money's worth, but I'm paying very little to have you. Yeah, I have a grossly it. overpaid staff. You're an example of that, but even then, you don't make it, you know, well below minimum wage. True, well below true. minimum wage. But he sits in a in a padded cell, so what do you expect to pay people? My payment summer? is simply to look through the glass and see your smiling face. They call it day. soundproofing, but it really is a padded cell in yes, there, it is. isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, sales department, marketing department, operations department. So, if we are just going to take a look at the sales department. Um, you know, I always say, you know, fearless agent, kind of one of our little slogans is the exact right words to say in every sales situation. So when when people fail in real estate is because they don't know how to get business. They don't know what to say when they get there. And then they're typically not great at managing their time. So the massive failure rate in the real estate industry, it's, you know, over 95 percent. 
Um, it's because, you know, so many people in the, the industry itself does a horrible job of training people on those three things. All the companies out there, with very few exceptions, uh, do a horrible job of training people on those three things. All the companies, by the way, are bragging about how great their training programs are, but with those kind of failure stats, somebody's not telling the truth, obviously. And then, um, you know, the other coaches are out there. Uh, most coaching, I think, is a scam just to get your money, and and uh, and then they blame you when you when it doesn't work. They say, oh, well, you didn't want it bad enough. Your big why wasn't big enough and all that kind of crap. So, uh, I don't care what your big why is. I want I'm, I want to give you the big how so that you know what to do every day. So at no time of every day should you ever be left not knowing what to do. So what do you do? Well, we basically give six presentations when you think about it. So you could write these down if you want. So one is the listing presentation. So what, you know you're going to be sitting in front of a couple of people in their house or a person in their house or several people in a house that are thinking about selling that house, giving a presentation, hopefully, that will end up with them saying, yeah, you're the agent for me. I want to do business with you. And then uh, you would be talking to those same people about pricing their house correctly. So most agents uh, – don't – well, 99 percent of agents in America don't have a listing presentation really and they don't have a pricing presentation. They say, oh, I did some comps and it looks like this and it looks like that. Well, that's not a pricing presentation. That's just comps. So um, then they end up with an overpriced listing or it's underpriced and then they get a bunch of offers and they don't know what to do with them. So they end up selling the house way too cheap either way. Uh, so having a great, you know, the fearless agent pricing presentation is essential. And then, then there's you're going to find yourself talking to some people that uh, are temporarily misguided into thinking, hey, I think I could, I could sell this house without the services of a real estate professional. So you need a for sale by owner presentation for those folks, and then. Um, you know, you're going to be meeting with people who want to buy a house and, you know, you might bump into them. Uh, they might be a friend or a relative. They might be um, somebody who calls off one of your signs if you have a listing. They might be somebody who calls on floor time if you're in an office where they offer that. Um, it might come off an internet lead. You might have bought a lead. God forbid, no fearless agent would ever pay for leads, but maybe you did. And then, um, you know, so then you're going to, the goal would be to get them to use the lender you recommend so they don't have problems. You want them to uh, sign the buyer broker agreement before you ever search the MLS or show a single house. No fearless agent is ever loading people up into the, one of those portals or emailing listings to people, all of that baloney would go away. So you'd have a real, you know, the fearless agent buyer presentation. And then um, and then you'd have an investor presentation for real investors with real money, you know, rich people who are rich already that, that want to or need to invest in real estate. 
And uh, that that way you can avoid the fix and flip nitwits who went to some scammy seminar that would drive you nuts. So um, so those are the core five fearless agent presentations. But then we have a way of presenting offers to people um, that is uniquely different than the way realtors tend to do it. So you learn those six core competencies, those presentations. Um, so that you sound very professional and, most importantly, you sound completely different than any of your competitors ever would in those same situations. So that makes the people say, wow, this person's much more professional, much more, uh, you know, they know what they're actually doing. So, you know, I have coaching students that are 21 years old that are killing it, and they go and sit in front of old people that have met with three other agents. Some of them are the number one agent in the town sometimes, and they go, wow, this guy is different. This woman is different. They're the one for me. They're, you know, so being different is a big part of these presentations is just doing the opposite of what all the other agents do, never saying what they say. So if, if you know another agent would ever say it, then as a fearless agent, you wouldn't say it. Uh, you want to make sure everything you say is something that no other agent ever could say or would say, and that makes you different, and then everything you say is going to be way smarter, and, and it's going to be about the seller or the buyer or the investor. It's not going to be about you, and that makes you different. You seem less narcissistic and, oh, rah, me, rah, you know, yay me and all that kind of stuff. So once you're competent at those six presentations, then it's about what you're going to say on the phone or in line at the Starbucks or uh, if you're knocking on somebody's door or something like that, if they're a for sale by owner, or maybe you're just out door knocking. That could, be, that could be the case. What are you going to say, those dialogues that you say to book those appointments? So, you know, the, the things that I s- and, and you guys know this. You you see all these minions on YouTube, or and they're all using the same. You know, we don't do scripts at, at our at our thing. We have a dialogue that that makes sense. But um, it's like every every other agent that you're competing with. They're all saying the exact same things, and they're all horrifying. I mean, I would never feel comfortable. And I remember going to these seminars and saying, I would never say that if I was a nice person. Um, and I would never say that. Who would feel comfortable saying that to somebody? So uh, you got to have the right words to say to get in front of the people. And then once you've got the skills down, you know, then it's your schedule. So the sales department is about six presentations, the phone dialogues to get you face-to-face with people, and then your schedule. And you've heard us say this on the podcast before. But if you're, if you're a full-time real estate agent and you can do lunch at noon, then do lunch at noon because the rest of the world kind of does that and then it makes you available when they're available and your whole day kind of has to revolve around that. So lunch at noon is the foundation on which we build the empire and from the looks of Ramon, he has built his empire on lunch. Am I right, Ramon? Oh, yes, indeed. You know, I'm going to enjoy a lovely cup of coffee here. I like oh, to, This is where I come in. That's where you come in. The best part of waking 
my, that's refreshing. If you recall last week, mm-hmm. yep. somebody switched. From I their never recall coffee. last week at oh, my sorry. age. I know. Well, what happened last week? Somebody switched their coffee brand to Folgers because of you. That's right. That happened. You know, I hear that quite a bit, actually. So this marketing is working. And it if is. we can only get those, the suits down at Folgers to sign up and sponsor the podcast, what's wrong with them? They're missing out on the golden opportunity. They could get, well, how many listeners are we up to now? Three? I think four. Yeah. Okay. Walked, well, that's that's somebody walked by in the hallway. It's like forty percent more yeah. than last week. So, that's true. so there's an opportunity for Folgers here. We'll look into it. Eh, get on that. So I'm getting my crack team of savvy, motivated personnel to get right on that. So, uh, so let's wrap our day around noon lunchtime, the foundation on which we build the empire, and then nine, uh, and then dinners at five. So if we eat dinner at 5 and we start calling at 9 a.m., let's say, so then we call till noon, eat lunch, then we're not hungry and cranky. We may be sleepy, but we're not hungry and cranky. Hungry and cranky and sleepy, weren't those the dwarfs that didn't make the – They're in the deleted scenes. Deleted. Yeah. Okay. Missed it by that much. So then you go to uh, back on the phone. You could cold call – till 5 or prospect till 5, I should say. Then you eat dinner so you're not hungry and cranky. Then you can go and you could call till 8 p.m. So write 9, noon, 5, and 8. So that's your schedule. That's the fearless agent schedule. Now, I'm not saying that you have to work from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., but the reality is uh, I would say real estate is long hours at very high pay. So if I were talking to an emergency room physician, they're probably working 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. A real estate agent starting prospecting – a fearless agent starting prospecting at 9 a.m., uh, you know, you might get get out of your listing presentation at 7 p.m. It goes till 10. You, you know, you might not be home till 10. So that's a long day, but you made a lot of money. So schedule all your appointments at either 2.30 or 7 p.m. Then you could do two in one day and eat and not be hungry and cranky. So the prospecting gets done from 9 to noon at least. Let's say you have a 2.30 listing appointment. You have time to get there after eating. You get a listing. You make ten grand or whatever. Eat dinner at 5. You have another listing appointment at 7 p.m. You uh, – Get done at, at, you know, 10 or whenever you got it all done. So that's, you know, two commission checks. Maybe it's a $20,000 day, 40000 5000 whatever, depending on your price range. So that's how that works. Now, we have the marketing department. So now I'm not a big fan of marketing uh, and I did some but – Looking back on it, I'm not sure it really ever paid for itself. So, um, But I would describe the marketing department this way. So I'm not a fan of certainly buying leads. No fearless agent would ever do that. Very rare that fearless agents send out mailings and stuff like that. But the customer experience, what's that going to be like? So write, write this down. What happens when I hang up the phone? Um, let, so I call somebody. I say, "Hey, this is Bob Leffler. I'm a real estate agent with, uh, you know, BS Realty, Bob Smith's place." 
Um, and I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house. They say, yes. I go, really? Where Where are you moving to? And they say, well, we're moving to Denver. And I said, well, uh, when you move to Denver, is are you going to rent or are you going to buy? So we do you know, what we normally do. I end up selling them on the product. I end up crushing the competitors. I end up reselling them a product. And then I go to when. And let's say their answer to when is, oh, it's not going to be for like eight months. And I go, wow, that quick, right? So if they if they knew they would be losing, so if you knew you would be losing tens of thousands of dollars or in some cases hundreds if they're in that price range or 20s, uh, by waiting only eight months, would you actually have to wait? Yes, we have to wait because X. Okay, when should I check back with you? So they say, well, why don't you can call me whenever you want. Or they say, well, why don't you call me in six months? Or why don't you call me in whatever? Well, I'm, I'm going to make a decision at that moment. This is the marketing department. I'm going to make a decision at that moment when I'm going to strategically call them back. It's going to be much sooner than what they told me to probably, half the time probably or or less. And then, uh, and then am I going to send them something to make sure they remember me? So me, uh, what I did is I would send them – in the initial stages, I sent them a handwritten thank you note and it was the – Tommy Hopkins, there's a famous sales trainer by the name of Tommy Hopkins, and he had these little thank you note templates. And, and the, the only one really that I ever used was thank you for your time on the telephone. And to, in today's business world, time is precious. You can rest assured that I will always be respectful as we discuss the possibility of a mutually beneficial business opportunity. Sincerely, Bob. So I've written about 10 million of those. So then I'd throw a couple of business cards in there. That would go. And, uh, you know, it was amazing to me that that they would when, – when people would call me back, which was rare, uh, I would normally be the one calling them back. But when they would call me back before I called them back, they would kind of mention that, you know, hey, Bob, you were nice enough to send us that card. And I realized – other agents had probably called them and not sent the card. So that's that's a good thing to do. And I don't really count that as marketing, but it would fall under the the um, area of marketing department. So uh, – and then I'm going to call them back when I've decided to and I will have some system that reminds me to. So that also is part of the marketing department. So I'm reminded to call them back. Basically, it's going to be a duplicate of the of the conversation we had before, and then uh, we're going to have another conversation, and then I'm going to either book an appointment to meet with them, or I'm going to reset that date to remind myself when to call them back. So, um, by the way, if any of the stuff makes sense to you that we talk about, and now is time. What are we? What is it time for? It is time for one of those shameless plugs. Oh, I love that. Time for Bob Leffler's Shameless Plug. And I did sneak in more coffee in case you tuning in were wondering. But uh, if any of the stuff that we talk about here on the podcast makes sense to you, and it does make sense to some people, you know, I get calls off of this thing. Really? Yeah, the three people who are listening, every once in a while, one of them will call. And uh, but the, and they admit that they are earning less selling real estate than they wish they were, and they are open to the idea of having some help. So if that sounds like you, uh, 
you know, if you want to learn more about what we do, I'll tell you what's going to happen when you call. So I ran a Facebook ad. You ever uh, you ever see this Facebook thing? Not yours personally, but I've been on the own <laughs> No, you'll Facebook. never see mine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, my advertising. It's like I'm in the witness protection program. You can't find it. But um, so this guy, I don't know what he was doing. He found my Facebook ad. He gave me a call yesterday, and I was shocked. I said, really? You found my Facebook ad? What did it say? You know. So he, he called me up. And uh, I assured him I would not be trying to sell him coaching. I would try to see if it would be a good fit for him. So, uh, you know, what I normally do is just kind of have you tell me your story, you know, the short version, hopefully, of how you got to where you are in your real estate life. And then uh, uh, I would um, have you give me what you think are your top three challenges. And most people have the same top three challenges. It's how to get business. You know, what do I say when I get there? And then uh, and then time management typically. But some some people have some that are different and unique to them. And then I would just ask you some questions to see if our coaching would be a good fit for you. And uh, and if it is, then uh, and by the way, if it isn't, I'm still happy to help you. So uh, there are a lot of people that will call me every once in a while that I don't coach. I told them it wasn't a good fit for them for one reason or another. And usually the reason it's not a good fit is they're hanging on to an idea that um, maybe goes against what we do. We have a set of core values that we live by it. At fearless agent that I think most people would also live by, but sometimes people have different ideas, and and I say, well, you know, this this probably isn't the right fit for you, but you can always call me, and I'm happy to help you. So if you if you would like to learn more, you can call me anytime, like this Mark guy did yesterday, and uh, you can call me at four eight zero three eight five eight eight one zero. That is my cell phone. Uh, I will answer it unless I'm on the podcast. Very important stuff here. But uh, but we'll just see if you and uh, what you're trying to do in your real estate career and what we do, if it would be a good fit. If it is a good fit, you will get rich. And if it's not a good fit, we, again, we'll just admit that to each other. And I'm still happy to help you in any other way I can. So you can go to fearlessagent.com. We have a webinar there that's about 45 minutes long. You can take lots of notes. You can go to the speaking page and watch another about 25-minute video that's a two uh, or a little, it's an excerpt out of a two-day event that we do. If you would like to have a two-day Fearless Agent event for your company, uh, we can do that for you. If you are a real estate owner that would like to recruit producing agents, we teach that. Um, and we have a recruit. If you can go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com and watch the video there. But um, if there's any way we can ever help you, we'd love to. And don't ever think you're bothering me. Just pick up the phone and call. Don't email or text me because we practice what we preach. Always call. So the um, the third part uh, after the sales department and the marketing department is the operations department. So the operations is all those administrative tasks, turning uh, customers into raving fans by giving them amazing customer service. So we teach all of that. And then it, and it just answers 
the who, what, when, where, how, and why of your whole business. So, you know, who's going to do it? Um, is it going to be you or could you delegate that? What is it that's going to be done? Does it even need to be done? If it needs to be done, you know, how are you going to do it? Uh, where physically will that happen? Um, you know, when, uh, for example, meeting with a buyer, where is that going to happen? Well, it's going to happen in my office, you know, if I'm a realtor. I'm, uh, I met with the buyers in my office. I didn't go out and meet them at houses. I never showed my own listings. You, if you called in and said, hey, I'd like to see your listing over at such and such, can you meet me there? I'd go, no. But you can come into my office, you know, and, and then, of course, I would get them pre-approved through my lender. And uh, once I know how much they can afford, then I'd show them a different listing that's cheaper probably. Um, and then – when is that going to happen? Well, I can't happen at noon because I'm eating lunch at noon. Can't happen at five. I've eaten dinner at five. Probably can't happen. It could happen at seven and it could happen at 2.30, but it couldn't happen any other time. Couldn't happen in the morning because that is sacred religious prospecting time because my daily schedule is engraved in stone. So, uh, And just know that any time you get in your car – and you're not going to a listing appointment uh, or a uh, an appointment of some kind to get a piece of paper signed, then uh, like a purchase contract or a, a listing contract, you're probably losing money. So if you're getting in the car to go to the uh, happy hour at the title company, you are losing money. The title company might be making money. I doubt it, but. They might be, uh, but make sure you're on the phone. So I, I only want to do the things I get paid for in real estate, and that would be booking appointments and getting pieces of paper signed. So I can delegate darn near every other thing. The only thing I really can't delegate is the prospecting and the uh, market analysis. Um, and I just had a coaching student who uh, didn't take my advice. He tried to delegate some things the wrong way, and it was an abject disaster. And uh, he says the words that I commonly hear. He goes, I should have listened to you, Bob. I don't know what I was thinking, but uh, didn't didn't turn out great. So if you if, – if you're able to just run your business with a sales department, a marketing department, an operations department – uh, learn six presentations, learn the phone dialogues of a fearless agent, get your skills, your schedule, your systems right, put all the systems together. Uh, you're going to have an easier life. And once again, I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. And you can all, and then again, if you're a real estate company owner and you'd like to recruit agents like crazy agents that actually produce and will stay loyal to you and stick with you forever. Uh, go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com. You can always call me directly, directly, as I like to say, at 480-385-8810. And while you're at it, give us a five-star review of this podcast on whatever platform you're on. And until next week, do what all fearless agents do. Have fun. Be humble, but most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Oh.